Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, DGens, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. Yeah, I said it. Risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what's going on? Panther must be happy. I I saw that uh, Michigan lost. So uh, you must have had a little celebration. Uh, no longer undefeated in college football. So uh, congrats, Panther. Michigan uh, lost. Happy about that. You know, it's the thing with college football is like my Notre Dame win and Ann Arbor losing, I think, might have been the only two wins I had for the week. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good week in college football. Uh, you, you know, I, I know we, we, we're jam-packed with, with NFL talk, but I, I feel like this is almost NFL talk. We're talking about Michigan because – Every time they lose, you know, you start to wonder, will Harbaugh come back to the NFL? And uh, my guess is there's going to be some uh, job openings soon. So we might hear his name uh, come come up once again. We'll, we'll probably get to that in a little bit because I, after this week, I can see at least three job openings that we're going to be talking about. <laughs> well, it actually might be a double-edged sword because uh, he might be encouraged to leave Ann Arbor. He's he's not been able to win the big games, being second fiddle to Michigan State almost entire his entire tenure, never beating the Buckeyes. There's some talk about Harbaugh being encouraged to leave, so he he might. I don't know if it's his wish, but he might be asked to go back to the NFL. That's his I got, career I got trajectory. some bad news, though. What's I've got that? some bad news for Panther. Because oh, what the rumor I'm hearing, they got rid of Gruden. Oh, come oh, on. Not him. No. no. Just, just saying. Welcome, Panther. No. Oh. No. No, no. Real, real quick, before yeah. we get started on your, your seven points, I never do promos. And I, I don't talk about our sponsors. That's that's Max's job. But I'm going to hit one because I came onto the show talking the pre-show. I thought I went winless yesterday. But Arch apparently had found me a better line on that Rams game, those shitty-ass Rams who can't put their foot on somebody's throat, and I actually won that game because he got me 15. So thank you, Odds Jam, <laughs> for getting me 15 points, and I didn't have to actually lose or push that game. There you go. Shitty-ass Rams who still won by 16 points, but shitty-ass Rams. Okay. All right. I'm You're up 38 nothing. What are you supposed to do? 38 nothing. You're supposed to be Bill Belichick and stomp them like the fucking Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I do believe we're going to get into that. Aren't you going to say about the career trajectory about? Uh, oh, Harbaugh. That's Harbaugh. his career trajectory. Yeah, he just you know he he doesn't make friends, and then his teams don't do that well, and then he's alienated everyone around him, and they give him the boot. All right. Well, apparently he's getting booted. Possibly real quick, real quick. NFL. I know we got to talk NFL, but oh, we got to talk NASCAR real quick first. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus! Yes, we have to talk NASCAR. Holy shit! Steve and Phil did it again. 
Amazing. Zane Smith to win the trucks plus 1400. Ding, ding, ding. And then in the cup, plus 4700. I, I couldn't believe it. Guys, I, I don't know. Goddamn fuck all about NASCAR. I just follow these guys' bets and I've been making money. So Did they much money. that rack with seven laps to go? Did they what? Did they project that rack and that that had with seven laps to go? There's a little turmoil going on in NASCAR right now. I don't know. I don't watch the races. I just make the bets and then uh, make the bets. Quick refresh. <laughs> They could have caused the fucking wreck for all we know. <laughs> like honestly, there could have been like some fucking Mario Kart shenanigans out there, banana peels and fucking turtle shells. Well, those boys, Steve, have, yeah, they right. got some inside knowledge, man. They they have been nailing it. They have been getting fucked by variants over the last few weeks. So you figured it was going to normalize eventually, and boy, howdy, did it! It <laughs> it went their favor finally. It's un- unfucking believable. Yeah. Uh, un- uh, I just I can't believe it. Like the amount of money, uh, you know, it, it's it's. It's awesome. It's, it really is. So again, if you guys don't listen to the NASCAR show, if you don't follow NASCAR at all, start listening to the NASCAR show. You still don't need to follow NASCAR. I don't. Arch doesn't. But you can bet on it. Yeah, it's one week to go. <laughs> all right, that's it. Max, get to work. What did you see last week or last week? Jesus, yesterday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Point number one, we'll call this the revenge of Winston. Jameis Winston spent most of his career in a Bucks uniform uh, towards the end. The interceptions kept piling up, and Bruce Arians and his offense decided to move on, bring in Tom Brady. Worked out quite well last year. They won a Super Bowl. Seems to be working again this year. But Jameis got some revenge yesterday. He was playing some pretty good uh, football. He was. And then he got horse collar tackled possibly torn ACL. I don't know if you guys saw that knee injury. Just it looked terrible. Uh, poor fucking guy. So he was not on the field when the Saints upset his former team, but I think his spirit was on the field. I really think the spirit of James Winston was on the field because Tom Brady, clutch Tom Brady, honored Winston at the end of the game by throwing a critical interception. So that's how Winston was smiling upon the Bucks once again. Point number two, Miami was good until they weren't. Hmm. What the fuck happened to Miami? It was just a good chunk of the game, like three-fourths of the game, where Miami and Buffalo were just sensed the Dolphins were going to win that one. Defense absolutely frustrating Josh Allen. They kept it close, and then the goddamn wheels fell off. Bills ended up winning, ended up covering, by the way. I, ha- I had the Bills in that one, thank fucking God. They weren't the only uh, big favorites, though, that made gamblers sweat. Right, Panther? Also right. <laughs> well, I already mentioned that one. Uh, if, you, if you bet them uh, with that, you know, 15, then, then you cashed. If, if you bet the Rams when it closed at 16 or 16 and a half, well, it sucks to be you. Point number three. From favorites to dogs, we call this Dog Day Sunday. Some favorites did their thing, as we just mentioned, but some dogs just killed some betting tickets. Already mentioned the Tampa one. Let's talk about the fucking Jets, who created a bit of a quarterback controversy, by the way. Zach Wilson's backup, Mike White. Good fucking game. He got knocked out at one point, and uh, they went to their third stringer, a guy for, who played in the XFL, AAF, and it's like, well, the Jets are fucked. And then Mike White came back. And just absolutely took it to the Bengals. He could be the the version of Kirk Cousins to uh, Zach Wilson's RG3. If you remember that storyline, they had both RG3 and Kirk Cousins. RG3 got injured. Kirk Cousins steps in and makes a boatload of money. Maybe this is Mike White. Maybe that's his, his trajectory. Let's also talk about the Patriots. I called that one. 
didn't quite uh, bet the money to money line the Patriots, but I said the Patriots could probably beat the Chargers, and and they did. Mac Jones had a good game, but it seems just like the Pats are getting better week to week and team to look out for. Point number four, still winless in Detroit. Mine's fucking suck, man. That was the game. That was the game they should have won. God damn it. Fucking 44 to 6 they lost that one, which means they still have the edge over the Jaguars for the number one pick. Uh, Jacksonville, they blew an opportunity to get a winnable game as well. Geno Smith and the Seahawks stomped on them 31 to 7. Smith, we were talking about his QBR in the Saturday show. Well, 20 for 24, 195 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. QBR of 83.9 yesterday. Just a tad bit better than Trevor Lawrence, who threw the goddamn ball 54 times. Had a QBR of 11.8. Rookie of the year right there. Point number five, midseason head coach watch. I was talking about this. Almost halfway done with the year. Time to talk about coaches on the hot seat. Brian Flores. Brian fucking Flores, man. You remember he was a lock for that? My just like after last season, like, man, this guy's going to fucking turn things around for this team and make the playoffs. And they've got all these draft picks. Well, this team is regressed. Terrible. And Tua has not made any progress. Not enough progress to be an NFL quarterback. So Brian Flores, I think he's on the midseason watch. Matt Nagy. Well, he's been on the full season watch. But after <laughs> after the blowout loss to the Niners yesterday, Ugh, man, you know, I got to say one thing about Justin Fields. He looked amazing at running back yesterday. Absolutely shredded San Francisco for 103 yards and a touchdown. He's a great running back, Justin Fields. Quarterback, not so much. Uh, listen, I mean, I, again, like I know you guys see something in Justin Fields that I don't. And maybe it is Matt Nagy that is causing the issues. I think they got to get rid of Maggie, uh, Nagy like sooner rather than later. And another coach I think needs to be out. Panthers been calling this one all year is Mike Zimmer. Zimmer's got to be gone. Like, really. You know, after losing to the Dakless Cowboys on a fucking last-second touchdown, the Vikings are at 3-4. and four. So they still have a chance. They still have a chance to make the playoffs. They're not completely out of it. But I think if Zimmer stays in there, they will be out of it. So I think maybe change things up, bring in a new voice in that locker room, see if they can make a playoff push. Point number six, we'll call this one Brown out. Browns lost to the Steelers. Only good news for the Browns yesterday was that the Bengals – lost right so they didn't lose another game in, in that division that's a tough division for them being in last place behind the goddamn Steelers behind the Bengals behind the Ravens four and four at the midway point they, they cannot lose these winnable games and that was a winnable game yesterday they could not punch the goddamn ball into the end zone that was their problem actually made the Steelers defense look like it was the Steelers defense of old you know Baker Baker didn't seem too impacted by that injury but once again he was held without a throwing TD if Cleveland's to get into the playoffs, he's got to get better connections with their so-called star receivers who do not look like stars out there. Extra point here. Remember the Titans. Tennessee's such an odd fucking team. Sometimes odd teams should be feared, though, and I think this is an odd team to be feared. Colts did everything they could to stop Derrick Henry, and it looked like they were on the verge of a win, but Tennessee, at the end of the game, they got big stops. They created some turnovers. They forced the game into OT. They won that game. Titans are in complete control of the AFC South, and I think they're the one team that the Bills need to look out for, unless a certain Kansas City team gets their heads out of their asses. Starting with tonight's game, we shall see about that. That is Max's touchdown. Mm. All right, Panther, what did you learn? 
<laughs> this wasn't a, I don't think this was a good week to learn anything. I'd like to just sweep this week under the rug. But here's what I will come away with. Point number one for me, the Cowboys are more than just Dak. They didn't hide behind Zeke in that running attack. They let Cooper Rush throw the ball 41 times. And the defense held a pretty potent Vikings offense to a grand total of 278 total yards. If you didn't already believe these Cowboys for real, I hate drinking the Kool-Aid, but these Cowboys are for real. Point number two for me, Max mentioned it. There is a quarterback controversy in New York. Mike White was 37 of 45 for 405 yards. Now, he's thrown four interceptions in the two games that he's played, and he will suit up as the starter again this Thursday. But when uh, Coach Robert Saleh was asked about Zach Wilson, he didn't give an endorsement. He's like, we'll go by day by day. Anything is possible, right? So <laughs> a little bit controversy in New York. Point number three, I kind of maybe been a little slightly premature on burying Roethlisberger and the Steelers. Just a little premature. Ben was efficient, and that running game is coming around. The Pitt defense had four sacks, one recovered fumble, and held the league's best rushing offense to a grand total of 96 rushing yards. Steelers... They're in this thing, and that is a division that is completely up for grabs. Point number four, you know, we talked about how bad are these Lions. The league's worst rushing attack in the entire NFL. The Eagles don't even try to run the ball. Ran the ball 46 times for 236 yards and four touchdowns. The Lions offense just to be equally anemic, only average, only got 228 total yards against an Eagles defense that gives up 360 and 24 points per game. The Lions are just so, so bad. And I feel bad for Dan Campbell because he inherited a mess, and I'm not really sure where he even starts to try and fix it. Point number five, I like the Rams. I just don't love them. The two weeks in a row, they've had weaker opponents, and they just can't put their foot on the throat. Stop I it. Stop. They were up 38 nothing. They pulled their goddamn starters, Panthers. Stop, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop nope. it. Nope. Not going to stop it. <laughs> they, have all the, they have all the talent, all the coaching. This is a legit Super Bowl contender, but they're not – I, I'm not going to buy this whole pulling starters bullshit. 22 points to the Texans, they're garbage. Finish the games, Rams. Point number six, uh, we're not giving enough attention to these Saints. With Winston likely done for the year, I, I don't know if Trevor Simeon is the guy, if they're going to go out and maybe a Cam Newton or something, but the Sean Payton's got this team playing. They play hard on both sides of the ball. And now with that win against Tampa Bay already in their back pocket, this is a team we probably should be paying attention to. Simeon played ridiculously well uh, against a, a really good Bucks defense. So I, I'm going to start paying a little bit more attention to this New Orleans team. Point number seven for me, I'm not giving up on fields. But this kid, is uh, he's running for his life. He was sacked four times, two passes knocked down, full five quarterback hits. The one play, I don't know if you saw this play, Max, it was a design run to the right. The dude couldn't take his first step before three guys were already in the backfield, and he turned that into maybe the highlight of the season. That run that he turned back around and outran the entire 49ers defense is what he can do with his legs. But if they don't start protecting him and helping him, he's going to look like a bust because the bears aren't doing anything on either side of the ball to give him a chance. Those are my takeaways for the week.
All right. Panther, I do I do disagree with you about the Rams, too. I mean, they they pulled their starters. I mean, if it was a real game, if it really had some serious consequences, they would have kept scoring. Okay. But we, 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 can, we can all disagree. I okay. just want to see some killer instinct out of them. I think they killed him in the first half, and there was nothing left to kill. There was that was it. It was it was it was thirty eight nothing in the third third fucking quarter. Like yeah. what what's there to play for other than to fucking get Stafford hurt on a stupid fucking fluke play? Like yeah, I, 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 that's I, yeah, that's a Chiefs move there. You keep your starters yeah. <laughs> in when, when the game's out of hand. Oh Jesus. man! Speaking of, you know, Jared Goff did not look good this weekend. He was almost looking Mahomesian. Oh, su- surprise! Yeah, yeah, surprise! Jared Goff not looking good. Oh. oh, oh man! I I had not seen that coming, guys. I had no idea about this Jared Goff fellow that you speak of. Really, <laughs> not familiar with him. God, whatsoever. yeah, the, the fucking Detroit. I keep treating you like a big boy real football team. You're not. You're not a real big boy football team. Christ Almighty! That 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 that. That interesting performance against against the Rams is probably the highlight of your season. I just, mm-hmm. God, they're so annoying. If I may, we have yeah. some breaking news. Derrick Henry suffered a severe foot injury Uh-oh. yesterday, and it might be season ending. Oh, jeez. Wow. Well, all those things I said about the Titans. Fuck. <laughs> hey, they did that without Derrick Henry yesterday. I mean, Dan Hill on offense. Yeah, we'll see. Let's see. Who's his backup? So sign him on sign him on fantasy right now uh, i'm sure i'm yeah, sure, ready to go look it up right now go ahead i'm sure someone's got him handcuffed already like <laughs> if someone was smart they already have him handcuffed let's take a breather let's talk about moon bet you can own a piece of a sports book and casino by owning the mbet crypto tokens head over to bitforex.com buy those tokens join the moon bet ecosystem over at moonbet.org Use the link in the description so they know you're an absolute DGen. Eclipse the competition. Make some money with Moon Bet. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Monday Night Football. Boy, howdy. Boy, Everyone's got to be excited for this one. The New York Giants going to Kansas City. Uh, I know you're excited about this one, right? Excited to uh, cash this ticket. Uh, well, listen, you know, the, the term must win gets tossed around so much <laughs> that it becomes meaningless, right? Yet this is a must win for the Chiefs, right? I mean, this is a must win for the Chiefs. Three and four. If, if, if they dropped, if they lose another one at home on Monday night, if they drop the three and five to the fucking goddamn Giants, that would just be catastrophic for this Chiefs team. Uh, funny is, is each team coming off of a blowout last week. Uh, Chiefs scored three points. They lost to the Titans. Giants dominated the Panthers last week. This looked really good against that, that Panthers team. Can they get their third win of the season this week? Probably not. But until Kansas City shows that their offense is is together, because that's their issue. I know. I know Panther can. Yeah, you know, he'll he'll read some uh, stats about how bad the Chiefs' defense is, and I'll shrug that off and say defenses don't matter, running backs don't matter either. But offenses <laughs> do matter, and when your offense is not in sync like the Chiefs is, there's a big fucking problem. So you see them with a double digit 
spread even over the goddamn Giants. I cannot trust that. Maybe against Houston, right? Maybe against Houston, unless you're the Rams. This is not the Texans, though. This is the Giants. They 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 got better in the second half of the season last year. Maybe they can turn things around on the second half of the season this year. Daniel Jones coming off a pretty good outing last week. Continues to make defenses sweat with his, his ability to run the ball. Who the fuck saw that coming? Daniel Jones, uh, the rushing quarterback. And that, that should be able to exploit the Kansas City defense. That, that's, you know, that's going to be a problem for, for the Chiefs. Absolutely. And I think ultimately the Chiefs will get the win today, but I do not see them covering this one. A strong lean on the Giants. It's really hard to give <laughs> any endorsement to the Giants, the way they've played all season. But against this Chiefs defense, anything is possible. I mean, we've seen what's happened now with the Chiefs. Stats, you wanted some stats here. They're, they're giving up 414 yards per game. 29 points per game. Now, the, the Giants aren't a 30-point-per-game kind of team, but against the Chiefs, they might be. They put up 25 last week against Carolina. As much as we love Mahomes, as much as we love Kelsey and Hill and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, as much as we love this offense, this Chiefs defense has been an indictment on them all season long. I'm in the same boat as Max here. Ten and a half points just feels like too many. And if you've been paying attention for like the last all of last season and this year, the Chiefs just don't cover. The Chiefs are winning this game. At home, Monday night, the atmosphere will be electric. They'll win this game, but ten and a half feels like too many. I'll put twenty-five bucks on the G Men. I agree with you, Panther. It's just seems like too many points. I you put you said twenty-five bucks? Yeah, let's okay. pump it up. We're at the halfway point. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, the Giants, they're just... They're another team. They're another team, right, that I have a bit of a blind spot with. I've been hating, I've been taking the Giants a lot. been getting kicked in the dick left and right with them. So I fully expect them to get blown out, but I, I can't come to any other conclusion that except that uh, 10.5 is too many points. So I want a piece of them as well and put 25 bucks on the G-Men plus 10.5. You guys are welcome. Yeah. Well, if you did, I probably would have just deleted. Yeah, I just, just deleted the bet. Hit the eject button. No <laughs> bet. Association time. Association time for sure. I got three games in the NBA, and Panthers got three games in the NBA, which means we're probably covering all of the NBA today. Let's start off Cleveland at Charlotte. Uh, Cleveland playing their fifth road game in a row. It's probably going to be wearing on them a bit. At least they're not on the West Coast. They're flying back to the East to finish this up. Brutal weekend taking on the Lakers and the Suns. But they're still a competitive team. They're still a team on the rise. Despite those losses, they they are coming together. Charlotte is another team I want to keep my eye out on. Uh, started the season strong so far. They're going to continue to improve as, as Ball continues to get more NBA minutes and he continues to improve. For tonight, though, I think it's Cleveland's turn to shine. Maybe even win this one in an upset. But I'll take the points here. $10 bet on the Cavs. Yeah, this is one of those things that when I'm looking at Cleveland and their matchups, what I'm seeing is rebounding. When they have the rebounding edge, and I'm not talking one or two, a significant rebounding edge, they perform very, very well. Against Charlotte, I think they can get that rebounding edge. Charlotte is more of a guard, three-point, 
you know, that they're not big underneath. And with Cleveland's, you know, bigs, especially rookie Evan Mobley, who's been playing phenomenally, I think this is a winnable game for the Cavs. Much the agreement of Max, I think it's winnable, but I'm going to take those points. So give me the four and a half on the Cavs. All right. Gotcha. Ten bucks? You're just going one percent, ten bucks. Yep, we're not we're not there to ready bump it up quite yet. Okay, yeah, I'm leaning with you guys, but I don't. I'm not going to bet this one. I, I agree with everything you said. It seems like five and a half. Thank you, odds gem is too much. So, ah, uh, yeah, going to lean Cleveland. That's funny. Is so over the weekend, LeBron was uh, talking about this Cleveland Cavs team and got the Cavs uh, fans' hopes up that he might return someday because he was talking about uh, Evan Mobley and saying, "Oh man, this kid's great." And I, just, it's weird just just to think that he was playing against my son just a you know a few seasons ago, you know, a few years ago. So um, it was making Cavs fans like, "Oh, maybe LeBron will come back." Jesus so, Christ! Do Cavs fans think that strippers really like him too? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Toronto at New York. Uh, you know when Zion Williamson was drafted number one, Knicks fans all groaned as it appeared that they lost out on a superstar, had to settle for R.J. Barrett. Well, guess what? The Knicks might be getting the last laugh now. I don't know if you you guys see Zion. Did you see the footage of Zion <laughs> in warmups? He is bigger than Ezekiel Elliott. Oh yeah. He is like three hundred pounds, and he's injured. So, again, maybe getting R.J. Barrett was the the right thing. And he continues to progress under Tibbs' guidance. Uh, Knicks, right now, are the team to beat in the East. Who the fuck saw that coming? Uh, I'm still wary, though, of betting them with big spreads. So in this one, I'm just going to do the money line. $20 money line bet on the Knicks. I had this at minus 246. You know what's inexplicable is that the Knicks are five and one, two and one at home, and that one loss was the Orlando Magic. <laughs> so they they should be undefeated. So inexplicable. So Toronto's not great, but hey, they're two and zero oh on the road. They've beaten the Pacers twice. Uh, you know they lost to the Bulls. They've lost to the Mavs. They've lost to some good teams. They're playing competitive basketball. My issue here is the the, the touchdown. I think the Knicks win. I think the money line play is probably the is the right play. I just don't want to lay that much, and I'm not giving up seven. So I'll lean Toronto plus the seven. Yeah, I'm going to bet Toronto plus seven. Max, I think you absolutely cash that, but I think seven is too many points. Yeah. I want a piece of Toronto plus those points. So ten bucks that way. I listen. I like that. Me and you can both, right? We can both be winners tomorrow. There you go. Tonight. Great. Tonight. Well, I mean, on tomorrow's show. That's what I meant. I never feel like a winner on this show. Yeah, that's right. Orlando at Minnesota. Orlando might be losing games, but man, they look competitive in doing so. That's from Minnesota. They're just a team I just, I can't understand. Uh, they look like a legit team one night, then they look like the same old T Wolves the next, which makes this line just too much for me. Uh, I think Orlando loses this one, but I think they can keep it within maybe five six points. So a ten dollar bet on the Magic. Yeah, I'm still trying to find my way with the T-Wolves as well. I, I They played the Pelicans back-to-back. They won one, lost one. That was kind of weird. A two-point loss to the Nuggets. I'm not going to beat on them for that. They beat the Bucks. Um, everybody beats the Rockets. You know, Orlando is not a very good team, but Cole Anthony has created a problem for Orlando because when Markel Fultz comes back, there's going to be a point guard issue. I, Cole Anthony's playing out of his mind. I think Minnesota does win this game, but nine points seems a little healthy. I will lean Orlando plus the nine. I'm going to lean with you. It, it seems like a lot, but it wouldn't surprise me if they get they lose by 15. 
it's right there. So, yeah, I'll, I'll lean Orlando. All right, those are my three plays. Panther, what else you got? Let's take a look at this uh, Wizards at the Hawks. I know Max has talked about the Wiz a couple of times. This this is not a loaded team, but my God, do they just keep winning? Double overtime against Boston, who I don't think anybody loves, but that, that's a quality win. They beat the Hawks just four days ago um, at home. Now they're going to Atlanta. I still think this is a winnable game for Washington, and I'm catching five and a half. I'll, I'm not going to money line it, but I think five and a half is too rich. So give me the Wizards plus five and a half for 10 bucks. I lockstep with you, man. I, I was almost going to bet Washington in this one, and just something gave me pause. Uh, either that Washington's playing a little bit above their heads, or maybe Atlanta's not playing to their potential, whatever it is. Like, I'm with you, moral support. I like Washington here. I will lean them. I just couldn't quite bet it. I've been talking to Max off off air about a few NBA concepts, and I keep coming back to, or we keep coming back to, uh, the money line. Uh, Max, I'm jumping in on your side. I, I, I think your theory has validity to it. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Washington Bullets money line plus 205. Nice. Like it. Yeah, that's, that's a good fucking play. Yeah. The value, I mean, 205, that, that's some value there. Yeah. One more game for me. Let's have a look at the Bulls at Boston. This is either a gift from Vegas or it's a freaking trap, but Boston being favored smells all the high heaven. Mm-hmm. The Bulls are, I mean, this is a good team. The only loss they have is a one-point loss to the New York Knicks, who we really do like. Julius Randle, an early MVP candidate, going against a Celtics team that just can't find a rhythm. They've beaten Charlotte. They've beaten Houston. Like, I'm really giving Lane love for that. No, not really. <laughs> um, this probably should be a money line play, but it stinks. God, it stinks. I'll take the Bulls catching two and a half. Uh, so 10 bucks on the Bulls. My my numbers say Chicago wins this game by seven points, which means getting two and a half, that's a nine and a half point swing. I should be betting Chicago. And I looked at this one and I was like, no, no there is something off with us. And may, maybe this is the Vegas long con. Maybe maybe we find out Zach Levine's not playing. I don't know what is up with this one. Chicago should absolutely win this one, but I hate it. Absolutely hate it lean on the bulls it does seem weird it, it does seem really weird and i don't i don't know what's going on i'm just gonna i'm gonna grab the point spread with you in this one panther uh not fully committed to the money line yet <laughs> give me the bulls plus two and a half ten bucks all right that's all i got for basketball real quick before arch does his plays if you guys are looking for a derrick henry replacement the name is jeremy mcnichols run out and grab it jeremy mcnichols okay uh, one more game I wanted to look at. San Antonio going to the Pacers. Uh, Spurs are plus three and a half. You know, I got them covering the three and a half pretty solidly. And the question is, do I take the points or the money line? I'm going to do it. I'm going to money line the Spurs plus 145. Nice. Listen, I, I got this as a one point game. So I have Indiana winning this by a point. If if you had to ask me which team I trust more between these two, it's probably San Antonio mm-hmm. at this point of the season. In Indiana, just there's no consistency there that I've seen. They should be a better team than they are. And every time I, I put my faith in Indiana, it seems to uh, blow up in my face. Right, Panther? <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the issue with the Pacers is uh, Karis LeVert is back. 
just in the nick of time to watch them play without Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, and I think that's had a lot. They just can't find the rhythm. Uh, Sabonis is, you know, Sabonis is Sabonis. Miles Turner blocks shots. But I think they haven't had their full starting rotation out there. Like I said, they got Levert, but now they're without Brogdon. Um, I think that's what's creating a problem. And the other thing is, Indiana, whether it's the Colts or now the Pacers, like they're not getting any favors with their schedule. They have the Heat, the Bucks, Toronto, Brooklyn, Toronto again. Like they're just they, – they're kind of having a rough way. This is a winnable game for the Pacers. But without Brogdon, I still like the Spurs with a three and a half. So I'll lean on San Antonio. All right. That's all I've got in the NBA. Let's shoot over to the ice real quick. All right. Hey, uh, one game I want to circle is the Washington Capitals at the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Tampa has had some troubles at home early in the season. Capitals are one of the league's best teams at the moment. So getting Washington with a plus line, definitely something that I am keen on jumping on. Uh, Somehow Alex Ovechkin at his age continues to produce offensively. He's got nine goals, six assists, uh, only trails Connor McDavid as the points leader in the league right now. Uh, last time these two teams played, uh, Lightning snuck out a close, I think it was a 2-1 win over the Caps. I think Washington gets it done today. $10 bet on the Capitals. Yeah, Tampa Bay, much like last year, a little slow getting out of the gate. I, I do believe this team does correct, but I think even the line suggests this is a winnable game for the politicians. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll lean Washington, but that's not the game I'm on. Mm, I love it. I love that play. You're getting a plus line with a team that should win the game? Fuck yeah. All right, Panther, what you got? I'm looking at this Ottawa at Chicago. Like, I I know Chicago at some point is going to win a game, but if they're at home and I'm getting Ottawa with a plus line, this is one of the, just like Hart's mentioned, the team that should win with a plus line. Uh That's where I'm at. I'm jumping on the Senators. So give me the, I guess, the Canadian politicians, right, for 10 bucks. Yeah, some moral support here. The the major major issue for Chicago is their goaltending, right? I mean, you know, Mark Andrew Fleury is just, He's he's a shell of his former self, and even his backup has one of the worst uh, goals against in the league as well. I think I think Flurry has has maybe the worst. Um, so if you can't stop goals from going in, that's <laughs> that's usually a bad sign, right? Yeah, yet something seems off about this one. I'll lean Ottawa here, but I, I got a feeling that Chicago probably sneaks out the win. It is a weird line. I can't make sense of it because you're right, Panther. Ottawa should win. They should dominate them. I just can't. I don't understand why they're a plus line. But, I mean, yeah, I love your bet. That's the only bet I got. Edmonton's going to win. It's just, do you want to pay the 232? No. I was looking at the total. You see that 6.5? I still think the over might be the play. Yeah, probably. All right. Talked about football, NASCAR, baseball. Not baseball. Shit. That's tomorrow. Basketball. (laughs) That's it. That is it. We will talk baseball tomorrow as we have a game six. November baseball getting chilly but won't be chilly in uh, houston it's probably gonna be out of shit download the dgens app for android or ios you can let us know what you think about our picks your picks anyone's picks over on twitter at betting absolute big daddy part of life say tweeted about it uh, but goodness those race guys know what's going on seven dollars turned out to make him quite a bit of money good job guys and thanks he speaks for us all no matter where you listen, is that please highest rating? Comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I'll take you home with this little Panther parlay. I think we'd all like the Giants. I think we all like the Cavaliers. I think we all like the Bulls. So let's put those three together and make that today's Panther parlay. Then you guys can shoot the shit with us on Facebook, Twitter, wherever. Just do it. 
Call us out by name. We'll holler back. Most importantly, let us know what you guys did last weekend, what you're doing tonight, and when it's all said and done, kids, that's all. Make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.